All right, this is Brent Leary. I can't believe I'm actually getting a chance to do a conversation in Atlanta. It seems like everybody I talk to when I do a video, I'm somewhere else. So it's good to be in Atlanta and it's good to be with Anand Thakur, who is the CEO and founder of Intellify. Anand, thank you for joining me, man. Hey, it's great to see you and see you in Atlanta. I know, man. It's really good. It's been too long, too long. So uh, we're going to talk about MarTech because that's one of your areas of focus, and it's a really important area of focus. But before we jump in and start talking to that, give us a little of your personal background. Sure, sure. So I, uh, I actually uh, started off as an engineer, computer engineer, and then uh, went into the energy and finance spaces, then found my way into marketing. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the threads of uh, the work that I've been doing has been about around human behavior and understanding and how to model that and uh, data, AI, but mostly just understanding influence and relationships in a quantifiable manner and being able to help marketers scale on that and make big decisions. Lots of big decisions, a lot more data, a lot more devices, a lot more interactions. How does all that kind of shape what's going on with technology from a marketing perspective? Well, I think we're doing a lot of the, I was doing a lot of work with the MarTech landscape with Scott Brinker uh, this year or last year to this year. Lots of logos. My gaming has come into play. Uh, it's gotten a lot better with the Twitch improvement of putting these little logos in places. There you but, go. <laughs> uh, but I really wanted to work on that just to get that full, complete picture of what's going on. So I appreciate you asking the question. Um, what I found is a lot of the work that's being done or the products that are being developed are still relatively point solutions. You know, a lot of companies are still you know, talking about platforms, and I think that is also aspirational, and it needs to be. Uh, I think as marketers, when you have 5,381 tools <laughs> at, your, you know, at your disposal, it's pretty tough to be able to understand what you really need and don't need. But at the same time, uh, it has been very much helping marketers understand uh, how to operationalize their, uh, you know, the, the work that they're doing, um, get some even top-level insights about how uh, their campaigns are performing, and, uh, and quite frankly, really understanding how to transform to be a modern marketer mm-hmm. in this digital world. Let me ask you, this artificial intelligence has been like the big uh, theme for the year. Where does marketing technology play a role in uh, artificial intelligence and how companies are using it? Sure, sure. So um, AI and this big data conversation is a little bit of deja vu for me. Back in the energy and finance worlds, there's a lot of, those industries are very much well vetted into the data arena. They're very much, they handle it. Their livelihoods are based on it. Actually, our livelihoods are based on it, as a matter of fact, right? So um, what I see a lot of uh, opportunity for mar- marketing technolo- or marketers in AI is around the idea of being able to really sharpen the pencil, right? So I know that I have a number of leads in the pipeline and to be able to prioritize which ones we should go after. Um, Also, another opportunity is to uncover things or uncover opportunities that may not be uh, completely visible or understood by one person. So if there's a tremendous amount of data at your disposal, um, having AI is useful to be able to gain some insights or some new insights that you may not have. You were talking a little bit before we started recording about uh, the behavioral side of things and how some startups you see are really heavy on the data side, maybe a little too heavy. It seems almost kind of crazy to say it at this point. It, you can be too heavy on data in this day and age. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about. Well, that's that. a pretty good question. I, you know, there's there's not enough. There's never enough data. Certainly, <laughs> how much you rely on it holistically 
in the decisions that you're making is something that should be under question, right? Um, you know, I think that the, and especially in the SaaS-based world, which is pr prolific around the marketing technology space, predictable revenue, good old Aaron, uh, you know, has really started a trend on, you know, being finding ways to understand our company from that data perspective. Um, and that is pretty much uh, taken hold. Um, but at the same time, that's very good for early to mid, in some instances, late stage. But what are you, what are you sacrificing in terms of potential other opportunities? Um, how are you, there's a lot of new innovations that have occurred in our lifetimes that haven't been because of a customer or a data point, right? There are just a lot of wisdom and instinct and judgment that has been developed over time, and that is actually does have a significant play in uh, how marketers should think about a lot of these things. Um, another point too is I'm very grateful that a lot of marketers have started to build in experimentation and being able to what I call play, right? As part of their, not only as part of their time, but as part of their budgets. Um, really? I think some of them are taking maybe 10% of their, you know, budgets and, you know, investing in different kinds of tools that might help them out or uh, potentially new data sets that might, uh, the intersection of those data sets is unique to a company and that might be a competitive advantage. Um, I've even heard of uh, experimenting with uh, just simply new, uh, you know, new segments of the market to understand whether their, uh, you know, whether their solution actually can take hold. I mean, literally differentiated from their, you know, particular uh, focus at that particular point in time. So you mentioned uh, the current Martech advisor, Chief Martech advisor, uh, prism or screen of applications. It's 50, over 5,300. 5,381. Yeah, you know it specifically. <laughs> and yes, I dream in Legos. <laughs> but that's up from the original one of 150. So where are some of these, are there new niches that people are playing in that are developing applications? What are kind of the focus of, or, or maybe the, the kind of the cool spots in the marketing tech landscape that have come up over the last couple of years? Sure. Um, I think of four, and if I think of another, I'm just going to go ahead and add it in there. Uh, one is certainly ABM, uh, you know, being that I've been a traditional B2B marketer, although now I'm starting to really get into the consumer side with a lot of the human behavior work, uh, behavioral sciences, quantifying all that work. Um, ABM has certainly come out. Um, I certainly believe that it's a lot of B2B marketing repackaged, mm. but the beauty of it is that it's giving marketers a focus on, you know, here's how salespeople think. And that's the way you want to think about it as a marketer and how are you focused on that. So I even wrote a whole blog post about my struggles with the term. But, uh, but you know, marketing is marketing. And we uh, marketing to marketers is a different, a unique <laughs> challenge as well. And whatever works to get marketers in the right mindset to help them improve and, you know, elevate their careers is fantastic. Um, another one is certainly AI, you know, AI big data. We talk about that. I'm going to lump the two together. Yep. Um, that's certainly across the board. Um, I, you know, I have a saying nowadays, uh, being in this AI space in the past, like anything nowadays, smarter than a hubcap is AI nowadays. <laughs> um, but I think that that, at least we're having the right struggle and the right discussions. And I think that's important uh, to, to try it out, right? If, if there's anything that's wonderful about, if there's one thing that's really wonderful about marketing technology is we borrow from a lot of other disciplines. Mm. And those disciplines require us to really understand how we can interact with, I mean, intersect them in a way that is um, not only unique, but also gives us new insights. So um, I, you know, I commend anybody to get into that space uh, as they get into that space, whether they are accurately doing it or not. So <laughs> um, I'd say, you know, certainly I have a term called field the data. 
that I've been certainly starting, I will be touching on a lot more uh, next year. Uh, but being able to be immersed in that information to understand the insights that you have is, is, is certainly clear. Um, it's going to be a, a huge factor for anyone who wants to elevate their career. Um, uh, third place that I've seen a lot of uh, opportunity is customer experience. So mm-hmm. we talk a lot about how do we apply AI and right. you know I think our um, you know in the early days of marketing automation it was hey I can actually put up some rules and I mean there wasn't a lot of marketing there wasn't a lot of automation of right <laughs> I know there wasn't a lot of automation and marketing <laughs> automation but it did allow us uh, to get st- sort of structure how we do things so that we can start to scale on that and I think that right. was a big step and a big leap for us now customer experience takes us to a whole new different level uh, you know we're, we're certainly as most marketers are more sophisticated in how to operate or how to deploy these types of technologies uh, we're getting better at segmentation we're getting better at intersecting the right kind of content uh, we recognize that's you know uh, uh, build and blast emails is not like the ideal situation uh, it doesn't work uh, as much anymore so I think this customer experience is certainly not just in the digital capacity but we're talking about online offline it is the entire scope of a customer's journey or a buyer's journey as, as some call it as well um, so that's certainly a hotter trend and but it's a more ro- but it also requires us to be more robust in our thinking about it too which I think that is also very encouraging uh, the fourth spot is um, the customer data platform and I know David Robb has been really pushing on this with the Customer Data uh, Platform Institute. I'm actually an advisory board there. Um, as we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. I, I was so thrilled that he came up with this process or just line of thinking that I spent an hour and a half talking to him mm-hmm. while he listened. And he finally stopped me and said, okay, why don't you come help me with this? So, um, nice. But it, I've even in my consulting days, even in Silver Pop, even in my you know, previous chapters of uh, before marketing, uh, data is quite the asset for a company and we have not fully realized that asset but it's time for us to start thinking about it particularly if we're talking about uh, sophisticated marketing customer experience AI big data those are all going to be you know, the, the, the data that we have whether it's identified or unidentified is going to be the golden nugget that we need to continue to mine uh, and yeah. protect and you know manage oh, well this has been great uh, Tell folks where they can learn more about what you do. Sure. Um, you can either follow me at, at Anand Talker uh, on Twitter. Uh, and then, of course, if you'd like to learn a little bit, I don't have a lot there, on <laughs> about Intellify. It's uh, I-N-T-E-L-L-I-P-H-I.com. And uh, I will be out and about. You'll probably see me uh, writing a lot more, speaking a lot more now uh, that I've uh, taken some time out to do it. So, And that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> that. Again, it's good to see you. Yep. All right.